Dark, a podcast about the CW's Riverdale that is taped exclusively in the dark. I'm Alex. And darkness, especially the third season of darkness, gets fucked up faster than you might even <laughs> think. Because it's so dark in here, but suddenly there are hands all over my nude body. I'm Justin. Hey, I'm Pete. And we are going to talk about the third season premiere of Riverdale, Chapter 36, Labor Day. Very excited to be back with the craziest show on TV. I mean, <laughs> do they even know when to stop? I, so this is something, before we get into the plot, and we'll get into a little bit of a recap for the show if you plot. are... Okay, okay, <laughs> calm down, buddy. Yeah. Just calm down a little bit. It was bit. A, just a roller coaster. Yeah, uh, this we, is very Shakespearean. We talked a lot, not just in the first season, but the second season, how it's crazy how far the show goes, not just over the course of a season, but every single episode. And uh, we kept speculating that they're going to wear it out at some point. I'll tell you what, as of the third season premiere, they haven't worn it out yet. Nope. No, not, not, not at even all. a little bit. That's no breakneck speeds. Oh, my God. So many things. Happen I had this like six heart attacks. Yeah. So to give you a recap of the show so far, the big <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I don't even know. Good luck uh, with this. Well, I think the short version is that Archie is on trial for a murder he didn't commit. Everybody is going to bat for him. Uh, Betty is dating Jughead. Cheryl is dating Tony. Veronica is dating Archie. Hiram Lodge set up Archie for the murder. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think that's kind of all you need to know. Uh, right? uh, the serpents are oh, a gang uh, run by Jughead. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, he had Betty become his serpent queen. Um, Cheryl is very good at archery. Suddenly, uh, what Not else? Suddenly, it's Not something that's well built up. <laughs> yeah, over we never saw. She saw shot one arrow before no, she suddenly didn't see a no, training no, no, no. montage. No, we did see a training montage though. There was a training montage several episodes before she shot the black hood with an arrow. Oh yeah, where that's she true. Was, she was literally training on an arrow. So. She Shut the yeah. fuck up. Yeah, no, wow. I know. Like, I've held an arrow, a bow twice, so I'm fucking <laughs> great, too. It uh, happens. She's Cheryl. She could do pretty much anything. Yeah, uh, she can. Talk, I mean, what an entrance she made on we'll this. Get we'll, we'll, we'll get, get there. there. There's more recap. Um, Fred Andrews and his wife have been separated, but she's back to represent Archie as his lawyer. Fred Andrews is the most boring man in the world. Okay, fuck you. Okay, <laughs> I, This is another thing. So we did a, a preview episode where we talked quite a bit about Fred Andrews and his place on the show. This episode does a lot of work towards redeeming Fred and putting him yeah. into the mix for the show this season, yeah. which I'm very excited about. They doth protest too much. Ooh. Okay, so let's jump into it, because we are starting to get into plot stuff. Uh, we actually kick off with two recaps. First, we get Jughead narration, Boys where he's talking yeah, about... Classic. Which, he's got to freshen it up. Dude, uh, screw you! What do you mean? Jughead, like, I, I... Let me just say, I love this episode, I love this show. Jughead has said the same shit 
too many times. If oh, they take off this man. season, sure. You know what I mean? Well, but he's recapping the fact that uh, what everybody's been doing over their summer vacation, Veronica has been working at Pops, not in fact building a music club below Pops as we speculated. Which was Betty weird. has been working on Archie's case. Jughead has been moody. Uh, well, he's been working with the serpents and getting them to be like Just that. gang management. Yeah. <laughs> you know, walk around without a shirt on. That's what he's been doing. Uh, here's Just what wait. I want to point out. These these kids are entering their junior year of high school. That's what's going on. Yeah, really. Well, uh, and their <laughs> college. They have a lot of college credit in murder. That right. they've gotten AP, I, AP just, murder. I completely forgot, given everything that's gone on, and that they were just heading into their junior year. So it, I think that was a weird revelation to just throw in the end. Right. Like, I guess there's a lot of life left in the show yet. They still got two years left of high school or something. <laughs> Senior year is going <laughs> to be crazy. <laughs> oh, man. Senioritis is going to be a disease that kills half the cast. <laughs> Oh, God. Okay, so then we get into Archie's trial proper, which also, again, an insane recap where the prosecutor runs through all the things that Archie has done over the past two years, which I was like, what the fuck is happening? I for Jesus Christ. And it was like, I was like, yeah, Archie is a fucking villain. He's a psychopath. First off, he was wearing a bow tie in court, which is not cool. Yeah, weird. Weird move. Also, also can we talk about the fact that his mom is his lawyer? That's got to be illegal. That can happen, right? Conflict of interest. This has got to be... Slight conflict of interest. He started two gangs. He punched through ice. I forgot that. He punched through ice. Ice is like concrete. I found out uh, this past weekend, actually, at New York Comic Con, KJ Abba actually broke his hand when he did that. Of course. Yeah. Because he is stupid, too. (laughs) (laughs) Also, apparently, there's no AC in the courtroom. Yes. It's very hot in there. It's so hot. It's weird that that wasn't a plot point. Like, I felt like they were trying to go for, like, a southern lawyer-type vibe or something like that. Maybe just a little. Just a little bit. Yeah. Everyone's fans. It didn't play into the plot. Nobody was like, ooh, we're having a real heat wave here before Labor Day or anything. Yeah, and I don't want to just always be poking holes in the show, but why does Archie get to wander around the courtroom and then the town? He's on trial for murder. You don't get to just be around. You get a vacation. The judge was like, hey, listen, instead of doing normal judge talking to the microphone, you've forgotten because we haven't done podcodcasts for a while. (laughs) (laughs) The judge was just like, hey... Uh, I'm gonna not do anything that's judge like. I'll just call a recess for the weekend. Woohoo! Everybody have a great weekend. Yeah, I mean, he seems like a pretty permissive judge. I mean, that's I will say, I say I've been listening to the season of Serial, which is just coming out. And oh, well, uh, not, 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 look not, who's got other free time. Not free time. You can do it while you're doing other things. Uh, you can, I'm listening to Serial right now while I'm recording this. Really, it's really great, scary. Oh, wow. uh, but when they talk I listen lo- to our podcast, that's the only thing I do. I sit perfectly still in the dark <laughs> and I listen to them. Perfect. Pete's intonation was perfect <laughs> on that line. Uh, but anyway, it, that's about judges being uh, wild. Well. Uh, but I will say this: the sort of heat check on the series that the Archie uh, trial sort of gave us at the beginning was great. It laid oh, out the insanity in a, such a fun. Way they made us look at it like, oh yeah, this show's nuts and it's fun all the time. Right, all and uh, and I appreciate the fact you know we talk about this a bit, but Roberto Aguirre-Sacasa, who's the showrunner, he comes from comics. That's where he yeah. started off. So this very much is like a new reader friendly first issue type of episode where there are so many crazy things that have gone on, but they lay it out right in the first minute or two, and you're right in it and you know where we are. Yeah. Uh, how about the moment where like, hey, did we go to uh, swimming at Sweetwater? Oh. Oh, was that a movie? 
What was that part? Okay, so uh, while they're waiting for the jury to come back, Archie is on the stairs looking very moody. Uh, his friends approach him, the core four. And uh, I got to say, first of all, I really like this. Like, they're pushing... Everybody's been so separated over the course of particularly the last season to see everybody back together and being friendly with each other was really nice. I like, agree. I like that a lot before we get to the leech moment. Uh, especially when it feels like this, there's going to be some a lot of fracturing this season. Yeah. That it felt like this was a nice, like, here's the baseline. Let's uh, show how much these people love each other. Right. Seeing Jughead eat snacks, uh, Betty chatty and actually smiling. Um, like, they're trying hard for Archie. That's definitely the point of the episode is yeah. they're there for him. But at the same time, again, it was nice to see everybody just kind of palling around and hang out. I agree. There was like the, oh, wasn't that a movie thing? But... You know what were they referencing? Uh, was Stand it by Stand me? by Me with the leeches? This is the leech? That's the famous leech moment. Yeah, oh. I, here's what I take for that, and this is I jumping thought they ahead meant the Riverdale movie or something like that. Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. Mm. Leeches are everywhere. Yeah, you they're... ever had a leech? No. You? There's leeches all over me right now. Yeah, you are into bloodletting. I, I, I find leech. I've in been my... very sick. I've been very sick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love having an Alex blood leech. Oh, it's a deli- it's a, uh, I was going to say it's a delicatessen. It's a delicatessen. <laughs> you get one of those <laughs> sauerkraut, a little mustard, <laughs> some Russian dressing, maybe I don't know, like rye or whatever. Wow. Hey, it's a Brooklyn so anyway, thing. They, they, they talk about the, the Sweetwater. Yeah, they talk about the Sweetwater swimming hole. Uh, that is all fine and good, and then they go out a recess because that's a normal thing that happens during a trial. And he's like, have a nice Labor Day. Uh, and then they go to Pops and they're hanging out and having delicious looking milkshakes. Those milkshakes looked real good, I yeah. just want to say. Uh, wait, I think we missed a very important point. Oh, uh, when Fred Andrews punt, lays oh my Hiram God, we out. Did oh, that. Yes. Yes. Andrews, the good boy. Say goes shit back. about him now, guys. That is not a wet towel. He is a fan. He is. Fighting for his son. He punched a mob boss in the face. He's like a wet towel with one tiny little dry spot on it. Oh, fuck you. (laughs) No, the rest of the episode, he was back to his like... I'm going to disagree with you. There are are two cool moments. Thank you. At the end, he was like, Archie, we're going to help you, boy. I was like, oh, there he is. There's the Fred we know. Two things I'll say about this, and these are very much side to the episode, but at the Riverdale New York Comic Con panel, they've showed the first act of it, basically up to the River titles and the two moments that people lost at one Cheryl's entrance which we'll get to in a moment oh, but yeah. two when Fred punched Hiram people lost their minds yes. yeah. like I mean it was, like, cool. it was great it was great it was I agree. great and the other thing that I'll mention is it's very weird that Fred is such a facade sack the most of the time because Luke Perry hilarious yeah. like every time I've seen him speak Hilarious, very loose, very funny, very outspoken. Look, loose, 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 loose Perry. Yeah, he, in fact. I uh, wish we got to see more of that uh, yes. uh, character. We will. I don't think I so. I don't think so. <laughs> no. You just saw the most badass version of him. He might punch one other person. Yeah. And honestly, it'd probably be Hiram again. So that's great. I also liked uh, to talk about Hiram for a second. He's definitely clearly lying most of the episode, but I liked having Hiram out in the open as the bad guy. You know, he's been this coiled snake over the past season, and to see him open and striking is much more fun. And Mark Gutzwellis is having such a good time with it. It's good to see, Yeah, he's a good... He plays a good villain, because he doesn't go too far, be too cartoony. He's just Mm -hmm. ice-cold bad. Yeah. Would you say, does he still need a mustache, though? 
I'll classic, take a mustache. Yeah, classic Hiram, right? Yeah. Needs a mustache. Uh, you want him to have a gray stash? I don't know. I, he almost feels like he's the same age as the kids. Like, he yeah. plays very young, as opposed to Fred Andrews and some of the other characters who seem older. So the mustache, I don't know if that would work. It might make him even younger, oddly. Sure. I don't know. Oh, like a, like a very thin stash the first time before he shaved it, and you're like, oh, is that yeah, peach that's fuzz? That's just peach fuzz, I bet Merrick Gonzalez, he looks like the sort of guy that'd be like, hey, grow a beard the next day and be like, here's my beard. Yeah, I got it right now. He's Just very like Pete. manly. Swarthy. Yeah. How long does it take you to grow a beard, Pete? Uh, can we get back to talking about the Absolutely show? Absolutely not. How long does it take you to well, grow a beard? You shave every morning, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, every, I don't know. A couple yeah, weeks. I could, uh, You're like a wear beard. Sure. Wear a beard? Their beard. <laughs> oh, my God. What is going on? Please, can we talk about the show? We're so happy because it's good to be back. Yeah. All right. Let me just say uh, it's good to be back how this podcast works. Okay. It's good to be back talking about this show. I want to say that... I'm gonna miss Dark Betty, but I love Queen Betty so much more. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, we have to move the goddamn podcast forward. What's the rush? Folks? What are you? Where you gotta go? Do we have a moment where nobody we have, needs to go anywhere? Just cut yeah, down. No, just hanging out for another until I have to leave. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, we get a great moment here with uh, Dilton playing a Dungeons and Dragons type game, and he he's like, uh, and then the dude with him is like, shut up. Yeah, huge clue. As soon as I saw that, I was like, some fucks is going to be fucked up with Dilton. Yeah, and we'll find out later. So that game is called Griffins and Gargoyles. We find out like a little bit more about it later, but I will mention as a tease: there's the flashback episode that's coming to the fourth episode, and as far as I can tell from the description, it's going to play in pretty heavily there. That The parents back of the flashback overnight at school are playing the Griffins and Gargoyles game and so we're going to find out a little D&D more about is that. so hot right now. It, it is. is in like every show. Yeah. yeah. I will say, um, I mean, we can talk about this later, but uh, this game and the vibe around the scenes with Dilton feel very Stranger Things to me. Yeah. Mm. In now, a way that I don't Dilton, mind, but Dilton, I'm curious. Cub Scout who is all like psychotic? Dilton? Yeah. Yeah, he, he was, was a survivalist, yes. Okay, cool. uh, I will say it'll be interesting how it plays, especially with the flashback, if they, where they, what year they set the flashback in. Is mm. it going to be set in I think it is in the 80s, yeah. So, I mean, that to me is like, careful. <laughs> Don't do an episode of Stranger Things. <laughs> I mean, I think they kind of are, right? They are, like, for sure. And they always, they, every season, they riff on a ton of different things. I just don't want them to get too caught close because that's such a modern thing it, I feel well, like- but on the same note uh, and, and i i go like 50 50 about this but roberto guerrero again has been very open about like i saw true detective and i was like i'd like that as the inspiration so yeah, you- by the end of the episode it's like yeah you're just doing true detective yeah that's it i will say that i that bothers me less because i think that will be cooler because i true detective sure. sort of miffed the ending that dealt with their Yellow King. So I'm excited to see the fucked up version of that on Riverdale. <laughs> sure. Uh, as opposed to Stranger Things, which is just too close, I think, to this. Yeah. It's like, well, I don't think they're going to have a demigorgon or anything like that. They have a goblin king. A goblin king. Uh, uh, a gargoyle king. Gargoyle king. So uh, that's so, almost the same do fucking hear, word. Do you hear a gargoyle king and immediately in your head and go, and I just can't wait until next Halloween because I've got some new ideas that'll really make them scream. That's what so are you funny. doing right now? No, that, I, th- I sing that same song in my head every time I hear <laughs> That's crazy. No, that's insane. You're, you're a crazy person. Uh, <laughs> Woo. Uh, so Cheryl's entrance. Yep. Yes. This is the high point of the episode. It's pretty much downhill from there. I think. Really? No, no. I'm oh. kidding. I actually, I love this episode, but 
that is the perfect entrance for Cheryl. Yeah. She walks in the door wearing just a swim top and a jacket. <laughs> Music blast. She comes up, insults everybody, and then walks out. Oh. She says Archie's going to die. <laughs> she makes a reference to the Green Mile and is like, also, I'm having a party, and I want things to get fucked up. And then she turns and walks away. I was like, oh, man. Also, also she, she talked about her uh, vacation where it was her and her girlfriend on a bike. I'm like, please give us one shot of that. <laughs> I know. Come on, don't talk about the cool thing and then not show it. It's crazy. I've been talking to a bunch of Chody fans about that uh, over the past couple of weeks because it le- the information leaked out a little bit. And that's what they want to see. Like, it's crazy that they keep skipping by these big things with Chody and we don't get to see them. Yeah. And I will say this stuff we did see of Shoney show past in this episode wasn't fun and it wasn't about them. It was the later we have a scene with them just talking like, I'm worried. Cheryl's like, I'm worried about Archie. Yeah. And Tony's like, yeah, I guess me too. And then that's <laughs> it. I was like, what? You don't give us any moment between yeah. them. Uh, so I was bummed about that. But that Cheryl entrance was like, they couldn't even pull that shit off in like a music video. This no. is like an Aerosmith music video style <laughs> entrance. Yeah. Amazing crying. Amazing and crazy era uh, Aerosmith. It was perfect. Yeah, it was Love. great. Uh, and then we immediately cut to credits because you can't really do anything to top that. Yeah. Uh, and then we come back. How do you want to follow the rest of the episode? Well, I want to talk about this fucking Betty family. Uh, I think we should do that last because that's the end. Okay. You guys want to talk uh, Jughead first? Sure. Is or, that... or should we walk through the episode? Because oh, yeah, that's, maybe that's a good way to do it. Because it is just a series of insane uh, moments. Uh, Episode-wise, we get um, Betty meeting her uh, mom and sister next, and they're weird acting, and they're like they're all drinking weird milk, yeah. uh, oolong milk or whatever. What, what, do you, what is that even? I guess, I guess that's it's oolong like, tea and milk. I guess it's like uh, milk that's been steeped with oolong, I guess. I don't yeah, know. now they make reference to a guy named Edgar, who is, that's Edgar Ever Never, who is the leader of the farm, the cult that they joined at the end of the last season. Uh, his daughter is Evelyn Ever Never, and we, I don't think either of them have been cast yet, so I don't know when we're going to meet them, oh. but they seem like they're going to be pretty major characters going forward, or given the end of the episode, certainly like the farm, something Some, fucks up. Let me uh, say, something's up. <laughs> I'm not a, a detective. Bit. I'm not a true detective. <laughs> But something seems up there. Yeah. So uh, we definitely are going to find more about that. But the thing that I thought was really interesting about the farm stuff, the way they played it across the episode, is we're definitely engendered to think a cult is bad if they're causing all the evil stuff. But ultimately... It doesn't seem like they're doing bad stuff necessarily right up until that last scene, which we'll get to. But up until (laughs) that... What are you talking about? They're just like... They're drinking tea with milk. And no, but they have this glazed over look in their eyes, and they're like, the master says, I can only have pure thoughts. It's like right from the beginning. They- but they're chilled out. They had a hard year. Polly was taken to the Sisters of the Quiet Mercy and basically yeah, tortured. baby? She watched her true love, uh, Jason, was killed. Where's her child? They see them at the end. It's a little up in the air where they are. Okay. <laughs> what the fuck, man? <laughs> Don't tell me it's natural because they look... Well, and then Alice, too, like she said, she had to go through the whole thing with yeah. Chick. She had to bury Chick, maybe, or I like son she like randomly was like, and that Chick guy. Yeah, I was right. like, what happened to Chick? Yo, he's the hero of the he show. He's the Let's star of the show. It's Fuck. crazy. I'll don't, don't, never don't, see Chick again, and it's going to be don't cool. no. erase we will, Chick. We will see Chick. Chick erase is the, Chick. Chick is the star of the show the same way that you're the star of trivia, and you will not ever deny that. <laughs> I will fucking punch <laughs> you in the face. Uh, I will say, to your point, Alex, they are treating the cult stuff, the farm stuff, like, yeah, we don't know what it is. And they're 100% 
on. I thought it was going to be a slow burn of being like, it's not a cult. I'm not in it. I just go to the farm every now and again. And I like that they just move past it and we're like, no, it's weird. I go there all the time and I'm reading your diaries. Well, that's, uh, well, that I mean, that's Riverdale, right? Up. Yeah. Moving past exactly. it is what Riverdale is all about. Yeah. Uh, um, moving on to... So then Ar- Archie's hanging out with his dad and he's like, we did it. We built the car. And then his dad was like, excuse me, I'm going to go in the house and cry now. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Take down. I just note this. Whatever minute this is, first ever Fred Slam from Pete. I wasn't Fred Slamming. You just said that he sucked. I heard you. What the you fuck said did you say? Do you want to play it back? No, I know what I said. I know what I said. No, it was an honest moment. <laughs> that was regular motion. Oh, wow. Pete it was an honest slow. moment where Fred was like, I have to go inside because I'm going to cry. I like that moment. Really? I thought that was crazy awkward because he was like, well, Time for you guys to have a scene. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. That whole scene I thought was weird. Let no, me jump. I back. thought it was generally nice how he got very emotional about the finish the car right. and his son might go to jail. We, and he was like, I can't take it. We read it very differently. Let me jump back for a second to talk about Jughead in his man cosplay with his two buddies. Oh, um, yeah. He was walking around in his A shirt while uh, Sweet Pea had like a cut sleeve uh Plaid. And Fangs had no shirt. <laughs> no, yeah, just a bunch of dudes. Also, Archie was getting a tattoo from, from, a, pa- from a paintbrush? It looked Sick like a paint. Tap, he was getting a watercolor tattoo. Right. So uh, FBs in his glasses, which I thought was very cute. Well, he's tattooing. Giving him a serpent tattoo so that he'll be protected in prison. And he's told that that'll protect his body, but he needs to protect his mind. That's smart advice. And uh, here's the th- Well, it's smart advice because after dealing with Archie, who has literally nothing except yeah. for like monkeys jumping around in there. How dare you? Fucking. Archie's mind is just another body. <laughs> Archie's mind is one guys, throbbing if, ab muscle. You guys are awful. <laughs> <laughs> dunk, 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 dunk. Yeah. Uh, I, I will say, and this is, I know I'm giving a lot of credit to a lot of stuff uh, this episode, but uh, this is overall, I think, KJ Abba's best episode. Like, yeah. as an acting job. I agree. We make a lot of fun of Archie, but, like, he did a really good job in this episode. I don't blame KJ Abba for it. I think Archie is written to be very Absolutely. stupid. <laughs> like, it's not his well, his fault. character from the comic is very... He's not stupid in the comics. He's, like, bumbling. Yeah, in naive. This, he's naive. He's, uh, this, he does things where I'm like, oh, my God. I love how protective you are of him in the comic, but in the TV show, you guys couldn't give a shit. No, I give a shit. I you give don't. several shits. You hate him. I give I, a shit, uh, a rock shit, because Archie's brain is full of rocks. <laughs> now uh, let's not talk good. about this, the pool party. We get, like, little check-ins. We Josie. Get, we we yeah, got a little so, Josie. Uh, can I tell you guys the ship name I heard for Josie? It's very good. I like it. Yeah. Uh, sweet Pussy. Oh, come on. That's <laughs> yeah, good. I, you, I like Josie. to come up with my own that are worse on yeah. purpose. That is hard to beat. Yeah. <laughs> so Josie we'll laying down the law, like, listen, it's a summer flank. Yeah. Uh, then we have. Well, Ken- what do you think? Do you want to see more of that? Do you want to see more sweet pussy in the future? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I want to see more Josie, and if it has to be that, sure. <laughs> I agree with Justin. Yeah. I, they they make a little bit of an effort to bring Josie into things this episode. Again, jumping ahead, but we see Josie gives Veronica a clue of how to meet up with the jury uh, and get them unsequestered. So, uh, yeah, I, I think. I think we will see more of Josie being part of the gang as we go through forward through the season. Yeah, I think so too. We get a Kevin and Mo- Kevin dropping a hookup ultimatum. A uh, oh, Kevin is like, "Hey, this is how this is gonna go, bro." Moose is like, "Boing." Uh, so that uh, was- and this is this is another interesting thing because I, I'm not a big fan of Coos. I don't like that very much. I think it's a bad toxic relationship. Coos, Coos, but uh, it seems like Moose is unsure. 
Like Moose is backing off definitely. a little bit. I definitely yeah. want Kevin to find a relationship, but I don't think this is the Moose one. Moose was like, "Hey, listen, we're gonna have a Halloween sex pack. All right, cool." Yeah. But we will get a Kevus um, uh, confrontation pretty soon. Uh, Reggie uh, gives Ardine Arch here throwing the pig skin. We get a <laughs> sick tat, bro. Sick tat, bro. Uh, which is fun. And then the Shoney Show Pass moment where they're talking about Archie, oh. which I was like, nah, not the most fun. Nope. Um, then we have, but we still got to see them together, though. That's the important part. Then we have the two like tiny set pieces that I thought were both equally insane in different ways. We have uh, Veronica being like, "I'm going to go tamper with this jury," right? <laughs> She's instantly I, caught. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of course she was instantly caught. It's a terrible plan. Yeah. I'm shocked that Riverdale didn't go through with it because it feels like that's exactly the sort of thing that they would go through with as a show. But I'm glad they didn't. Yeah, uh, because agreed. that's terrible. It, it's so funny to how it went by so quickly. Oh, that would be like the climax of another show's episode that yeah. it was truly like one minute of the show. Right. The, the sheriff approaches her. He interrupts her and is like, Hey, don't do this. Yeah. I'm bringing you back to your dad. Uh, uh, then the other one is the ghoulies who are in the South side, kidnap hot dog, Jughead's dog. Um, hold it. Uh, Betty's like, I'm the serpent queen. I'm yeah. a warrior queen. Oh, I love I'm coming shit. with you. And then Jughead's like, all right, everyone come <laughs> to this weird <laughs> trap. Right. Uh, he Betty gets rocks. hot dog. And it's a very obvious trap. And uh, they're like, let's kill all these fucking kids. <laughs> Dude had a hook staff he yeah. was going to murder with. And then Cheryl, perfect Olympic, Olympian level aim. Yeah. Great. Uh, just like, and he shoots with an arrow. He was, was like, fantastic. Cheryl, right on her forehead. Right yeah. on this dude's Cheryl fo- never misses. <laughs> Cheryl yeah. never misses. She, she shot never two misses. arrows. Never <laughs> missed <laughs> either one. Yeah. Pretty good well, odds. Uh, well, again, I, I do want to mention, uh, this is something they played with when she had the red arrow moment last season, and they yeah. mixed it into the theme again. They used the arrow music when she does yeah. that. It's the same composer, and it's a cute little uh, cross universe thing. It's it fun. fun. I like that. I it like is ridiculous. Nod. It is ridiculous to have, like... She's a superhero. She is, 100%. Absolutely. And again, I want to mention she's just wearing a serpent jacket and a bathing suit job, yeah. <laughs> shooting arrows like something out of a pit-up magazine. But let me say, I feel like a lot of superhero shows have a hard time nailing the main character's wardrobe costumes. This show has... Cheryl is the best superhero. She looks more like a superhero than anyone on Arrow. Yeah. Fuck you. I, I mean she that. does. No. I agree. She does. Oh, yeah. The nope. Arrow, all their costumes look a little like nope. forced. Here's she a, looks like a badass. If every character got killed on Arrow and Cheryl came in and was like, I'm going to take over, I'd buy it. Yeah. No way, man. Cheryl. You, you guys are just horrible people. Uh, we have Archie who is sweating in his dream and also flexing, which is yes. a very, it's a rare. And that's uh, a tough thing to hit. Yeah, Both of those things. Be really, we're he, talking he about flexed that. himself into sweating. Yeah, well, uh, Archie is having nightmares. He's clearly grappling with a lot of stuff. Uh, he imagines he has a dream about the Sweetwater uh, swimming hole. Can we talk about that car horn, friends. though? What? That car horn, how it kept like interrupting like big moments in the scene. Everybody was like, let's just get in the car and ride. What? You talking about the jalopy? Yeah. Well, we, hold on a second. We're not there. Yeah, I was talking about the dreams. So he has these two dreams uh, over the course of the episode that get interrupted where he's picturing all of his friends leaving him, which is what ultimately I think drives him more than anything else to make the choice that he does at the end of the episode. Yeah, uh, agree completely. As soon when I saw that that nightmare, I was like, oh, Archie's going to do something stupid in court yeah. uh, instantly because he was he's feeling guilt drives Archie so hard when yeah. he yeah. feels like he's done something wrong. And I think that's what that's his like. 
number one character trait is he does not do he does a lot of dumb things that are wrong like uh, in society but he doesn't do the wrong thing when it comes to the people he loves and is trying to protect ah, I, we'll, we'll talk about it when we get to yeah. it so uh, they do take the trip to the Sweetwater Swimming Hall where they're very excited about getting uh, some leeches on them covered in leeches <laughs> just slathered, slathered the whole time I was like oh man where are these leeches yeah right also yeah. that swimming hole looks dirty yeah. Like super dirty. Just you ever been to a swimming hole like that? Uh, no. I have been. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Last one in gets a sticky maple. Ooh, we always used to so say. rude, given yeah. their past <laughs> with <laughs> sticky maples. True. Definitely triggering. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then they have a nice little camp out afterwards where they confront mm-hmm. Archie and say, hey, man. Uh, well, f- the trial may go all right, but would you mind just running to Quebec? There are serpents <laughs> up north. What? There are northern <laughs> serpents? Here, okay, I keep coming back to this, but the fact of the matter is that you have the poutine gang, who's like three people, right? And Hiram's gang, which are three people. But there's serpents internationally. <laughs> <laughs> everywhere. They are everywhere. They're, are they also Southside serpents, or are they Quebecois serpents? Yeah, probably that second yeah. one. Yeah. I can Northern hook you up with snakes. The, the Turks and Caicos serpents, uh, Archie. The, they were the MI6 of international uh, dumb We're going to fly you to Africa, for where the African serpents are. The cobras, we call oh, them. Oh, nice. There yeah. are ghoulies on every continent. We must fight the ghoulies where they live. We are the international serpents. Maybe the serpents become cobra in G.I. Joe. Maybe that's the end game of the show, right? Is that it expands to the entire Earth, and they're like, the entire Earth is our Riverdale now. Oh, yeah, that's what we want. I would live in a Riverdale. Yeah. An Earth, a Riverdale Earth. Uh, we get a Jughead and Betty moment where we're partners in Wait, Serpent real quick. and in life. The planet with Pep. Oh, ah, that's very good. Yeah. Pete's sick of uh, us. So, yeah, that was a cute Bughead moment, right? Yeah. Uh, I really like that a lot. Me too. Uh, Sweet. I think uh, so. Yeah, uh, they, Jughead gives her, her hat, hat. Yeah. Gives her hat. Guys, they're hat not going now. anywhere. You guys no. keep talking about trying to break up this couple. They're going to be together the whole show. I have a, Again, talk into the microphone. I have two theories. One, yes. I think Betty and Archie will get to, I say this every season. Betty and Archie, Betty's going to be the person that springs Archie out of um, his situation that we're going to get to in a minute. And that's going to bring them closer together. Or I was thinking, what if the, the, the love triangle is the last season of the show? In 2040, Ooh. as the planet burns, sure, <laughs> sure, that will be what we're watching. Yeah, uh, I, I'm there. Yeah. Will we still be podcasting? Fuck yeah. I'm going to die with this mic in my hand. <laughs> oh, man. Nice. Going to happen pretty soon, bro. According yeah. to the New York Times. Terrifying. Uh, we get the classic, uh, when you go camping with another couple, double hookup session. Nothing oh, more yeah, like that. Oh, just, yeah. You know, just casual group sex going on. Think about no, all of our... No, there was not casual group sex. There was cuteness happening with Bughead. Varchie be fucking. Yeah, Varchie be fucking. But will you remember all of our comic book club retreats where we were camping <laughs> with our dates and just Split each off, have sex like feet away from each other? Yeah. Five feet of each yeah. other. Whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what a, what fun. When are we going to meet up with those girls again? Uh, we we married them, I <laughs> oh, think. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yes. That's right. <laughs> yeah, the wrong ones, though. So that was super weird. Yeah. Uh, this is a really good conversation that they have, though. Veronica and Archie are lying together afterwards, and they're talking about what's going to happen next. And Veronica says, don't make me cry, Archie. Yep. He says, listen, if this happens, I don't want you 
to ever visit me. I don't ever want to see me. And Veronica stands up and she says, you're no. not breaking up with me. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're never breaking up with me. I thought that was beautiful. It yeah, definitely made their relationships feel very permanent. But I would also say this is Riverdale. So that means they're marked for death. <laughs> right. I, I do think actually, and this is definitely jumping ahead. I think they're going to be together forever. I think Varchie's going to break up. Like, I do not think they are long for this world. I think they are going to try to be strong, but too much is going to come between them. Yeah. Don't or you say at that. at the very least, the show, given where Archie ends up, and given where Veronica ends up, is going to keep forcing these wedges between them in a way that's not going to happen for Bughead. Agreed. Archie's going to be out after, like, three ups, bro. I mean, out. sure, but I think he's going to be changed by the experience. Agreed. He's going to have more tattoos. He's yes. going to be Should bullied. we jump ahead? Should we talk about uh, what happens at the trial? Yeah. Uh, well, the only thing we're missing is Dilton goes to Jughead and be like, there's yes. this game that's real. And, and then Jug- uh, Jughead's like, I'm busy, why, bro. Why wouldn't Jughead just be like, come with me? Because he's going to the trial. He doesn't want to yeah. deal with Dilton. Also, Dilton's annoying. Yeah, like, Dilton's he's annoying. He's very annoying. It's a weird thing. Yeah, that but leaving this guy alone, you know he's going to die and we'll never see him again. Well, That's not going to happen. Yeah, and Jug- Dilton is like Jughead Jr. You don't want to go walk around with a smaller version of yourself. Yeah, exactly. Well, like a micro like, Pete. Are fucking That's like cool. I don't want to walk around with a micro Pete. That's like when Sweet Pea uh, was next to Jughead, where it's like, yo, that's just tall Jughead. Exactly. If you put Sweet Pea, Jughead, and Dilton in a line, it'd be like, this is like the. They could do the. You guys are ages of Man. Yeah, you awful. could put them in in each other like Matryoshkas. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Russian Jughead dolls. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the trial. The jury's deadlocked six six. Uh, so I mean, this whole scene was like yeah, fucking it's, crazy. It's really tough. Given I that also like how no they're like, and we're, we're not yeah. budging. What they were like, and we're not budging. And then the, the prosecutor's like, hey, I don't know, I'll offer him a deal. And before anyone can talk about it, Archie's like, I'll take it. Right, I'm guilty. Yeah. And the judge is like, you sure you know what you're doing? Your lawyer, who is your mom? You yeah. don't want to talk to her? And he's like, yep. Dumbass. Would you like to talk to a cousin who might help yeah. you? This is a stupid decision that Archie makes. Yeah. Hugely is, stupid. There's no, I understand that everybody's been busy and everybody's been focused on him. But frankly, I think it's, it's kind of selfish because he doesn't realize how much his incarceration is going to affect everybody. Yeah. yeah. And he undervalues the fact how much they care about him. Yeah. Yep. So I understand why he did it, but it's wrong. Across it's the board. so wrong. I was so mad. Very stupid. Um, and that's when we see Fred be like, Archie. Then we right after that, we see a meeting of the hot dads of Riverdale. Yes. Which is very fun. That's great. They're going to step up. They're going to take down Hiram. That's what we're referring to at the beginning of the episode. I love that. Yeah. Fred is going to lead Tom Keller and F.P. Jones on a crusade against Hiram. And that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, It reminded me of the Bookhouse Boys from Twin Peaks, if anyone's a fan. Um, Very cool. Like where also, that's going. Uh, the wet towel stepping up, going up against the mob boss. You know, the thing with Suck the wet towel that. is if you spin it in a, into a whip, you can really damage someone's uh, testicles. <laughs> that's a weird specific And Hiram point. is technically the testicles of Riverdale. That's exactly. That. I don't know what you mean by that I'll at all. show you. I have some drawings. Speaking <laughs> of drawings, um, Jughead goes home after a hard day. Sure. His best friend off to juvie wearing the most the lamest outfit you could ever walk into juvie with yep. a bow tie and suit jacket. Bad idea. He is going to get punched so, so hard. hard. Yeah. Uh, but he's got that tattoo underneath his, yeah, uh, be, his body his will be fine, coat. but yeah. his mind. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, Dilton's gone. So Dilton's gone. Jughead finds like a pretty weird map 
Uh, that he also has a map on his on his wall that matches it exactly. That's normal for Jughead because they're always solving crimes. Right. He goes to um, this. Well, so the map, first of all, that's uh, graph paper that you draw a Dungeons and Dragons or in this case, yes. Griffins yep. and Gargoyles map on. Uh, so they have this map from the game that matches up to Riverdale. He somehow figures out where to go based on that and heads off to, I think it's Fox River Park or something yeah, like that. I think that, that's correct. Where he, uh, there's a couple of things that happen in the middle, but where he discovers Dilton and his friend naked except for white undies lying prone on the ground. Uh, they have carvings on their back that match carvings that are on the entry sign to Riverdale. Riverdale yeah. uh, there's goblets there. There's a big uh, skull and stick structure. And uh, yeah, they seem to be unconscious, maybe dead. Jughead Poison. rattles the friend a little bit. He spits out some green foam uh, and Jughead calls for help. Yeah, which doesn't work in the woods. No. Uh, and but then, and so you then, think like this episode had like three endings. Like I thought it was going to end with the trial. Nope. Then I thought it was going to end there. Nope. Like, yeah, yeah. But that's well, very typical for this episode. Step back and talk about the Veronica Hiram scene, which oh. I also thought was fantastic. So Hiram yeah. explains what his whole motivation was. It wasn't to punish. It wasn't to get revenge on Archie for stepping up to him at the end of last season and saying he was going to make his bones. It's actually to punish Veronica, yeah, which is way more fucked up. Yeah, and, and, and a great moment between them, and she's like, you don't have yeah, a daughter. Yeah, but we anymore. all knew that's yeah. what it was for. I, I don't think we did. Even, I think, if, even if we knew that, I liked that it was said. Yeah. Like, it was a good scene between the two I of agree. them. I agree. Uh, and then uh, should we talk about that last scene with <laughs> yes. Betty? Yeah, yeah. So then we get to the final scene where Betty wakes up in the middle of the night or wanders downstairs, sees some weird stuff going on, uh, maybe some flames flickering outside, yeah. goes outside to the back porch and sees some sort of ritual going on. It certainly seems like it's happening because of the farm. Uh, there's everybody is dressed in white. They're all around a bonfire. She's very curious, doesn't understand exactly what's happening. Uh, and she looks out and sees Alice and Polly holding the twins over the fire. She, they pause for a second and then they drop the babies into the fire. Betty freaks out and then they cut back and the babies are floating in the air yeah. and then Betty has a seizure and falls down. Yeah. The old and, fire babies. Right. Fire babies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Alice, of course, uh, uh, runs over to Betty and says, Oh my God, Betty, somebody please help. Yeah. A lot of calling for help. I mean, when you're, when you're just having a fire baby though, you want to have it light, just golden Brown. You don't want to yeah. let it burn. So let, let's talk yeah, about it. We didn't, do, we didn't necessarily baby. touch on the fact that Betty was not taking her medication. She wasn't seeing a therapist. She also that, invented a doctor, which was super smart of her. Uh, not super smart of her. Yeah. That's the opposite <laughs> of smart. That's what I'm saying about like the farm situation is they don't seem that bad because what Betty is doing is much, much more effed up than what Wait, they're doing. Whoa, 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 whoa. Back up the truck here. Having a farm where you brainwash people versus inventing a doctor, the the farm is so much worse. Well, we don't know that yet. Yeah, we're going to find out about the farm. No, you're you're brainwashing people, and, and they're throwing fire babies into the fire. So if they like, can make a baby fly, that's a cool trick. Yeah. Well, okay, so let's talk about that. Do you think the baby is actually flying? No, I think it's going to be chalked up to uh, Betty's seizure. Yeah. Yeah, I think she um, kind of like imagined. I don't think she was like. I agree. I don't, I don't think this show is ready to make a full supernatural move like right. that. Right. I, I don't think so Although either. Although it opens I up think, for Sabrina, which she's been pushing. Uh, I haven't been pushing that. Yeah, you have. Uh, we, I don't. 
don't think we are going to see magic on the show. I do think Betty is imagining it, but I do think we're going to see more weird things like that. Which she, I love. Yeah, which is awesome. Uh, but that also emphasizes to me that the farm is maybe not actually bad because yeah. Betty is going to spiral out of control with this stuff. Yeah. I agree, and it may be farm versus uh, gargoyle. We'll see. Farm versus yeah. gargoyles. I think also the implication is that for the farm and the gargoyle king are the same thing. I don't think they are. I agree. I don't think they are. I think we're going to end up seeing... Archie has two years in juvie. Uh, you think he's going to be gone for two seasons? No, I think he's going to get into a fight club. There's going to be a prison riot. It'll be back at school in three episodes. I think maybe yeah, Archie will... I think Archie will be broken out of juvie, and I think he will hide on the farm. Ooh, Ooh. I like that. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. All right. I know. I think what happens is uh, they're going to get some evidence, going to reverse it, and he'll be let go out of jail. That's way too reasonable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's got to be some you gotta, fucked you gotta, up. You got to get no, those Riverdale gonna, muscles back. They, he's going to be back, and then we'll say like a little bit of a monologue, and we'll be all explained. I don't know. Some sort of talking snake will break about or something like that. <laughs> and then eat this uh, acid and tell me what you think the plot's going to be like. <laughs> That's how they write Riverdale. Uh, before we go, this episode only Betty or Veronica. Who won the episode, Betty or Veronica? I'll, I'll start. Okay, I'm going to say that Veronica won because. Nice. Because I thought, first of all, Camila Mendez did a fantastic job in this episode, just acting-wise. It was very emotional. It was very touching. But I also think she stepped up in a very big way here. Turning away from her father, that is a huge deal. Absolutely a huge yeah. deal. Well, I really liked the look when she was hugging Archie and then looked at her dad. That was pretty yeah, awesome. that and also her thing saying, no, I'm still going to visit you every day. She's strong in this she, episode. She also says that you lost a daughter, which I wonder if she'll really stick to. Yeah, we'll yeah. see what happens. Probably. Pete, what about Change you, name. Betty or Veronica? Betty, all season, every season. The woman is now a queen, and she is a warrior queen. She's going to be snapping necks left and right once she wakes up from her seizure or out of her coma. I don't know where she's going to be, but Archie and both Betty are kind of out of commission right now, and I'm scared about what the next, next episode is going to be about. Ooh, what about nice. you, Justin? Scared. Uh, I'm going to go with Veronica for a lot of the reasons you gave. She uh, has a, she shows up big time in this episode, makes a lot of strong statements. Um, I just hope she can uh, get it together and open her secret uh, underground diner club. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. That would be great if they ever come back to that. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. think we'll ever come back to that. I don't think so either. If you'd like to support the show and other shows, we do patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. at the Peaceful's Improv Theater Loft in New York. So please... Come on by. We'll chat about Riverdale. What else do you want to plug, Pete? Friend us on Facebook so you get to know about the amazing guests we have on our live show. Follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live. Check us out at ComicBookClubLive.com for the podcast and more. And we'll see you in the dark. I'm the Gargoyle King. <laughs> and I just can't wait until next Halloween because <laughs> I got some new ideas that will really make them scream. And by God, I'm going to give Stop. them all my might. I hope there's still Stop. time to set things right. Oh, I know this oh, is... This, we, re- <laughs> we record this digitally, but we're somehow running out of tape. I guess we have that to... That calls out for...